Social Zoom Factor, episode 162. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we're talking about one of my favorite and very important topics, which is branding. And today we're specifically talking about branding your business or your personal brand utilizing social media. And for today's conversation, we're going to frame it in a nutshell around how you can leverage social media to Zoom your brand and to Zoom relationships and to help grow your business. So I'm not going to go step by step into here are the you know 10 things you need to do on Facebook. Instead, I'm going to give you some bigger things that you can do, some things that you can hop online today and start engaging, start doing differently, behaviors and telling stories and things that are going to help you Zoom turbo from status quo. You are going to leave status quo in the dust. And you can also leave your competitors in the dust if you do this right. So we have a lot to cover. So let's just go ahead and dig in and get started. Now, I have 10 tips and strategies. And before I dig into this, I want to tell you that everything we talk about today, and I have loads of podcasts and resources and white papers that will help you with these things, will all be linked to and uh, provided for you at the show notes page for this podcast. And that's socialzoomfactor.com slash 162, because this is episode 162. So you can find everything there. You won't have to worry about, you know, writing down anything. If you're driving, listening to this in your car or working out at the gym, you can multitask on the two things, which is listening and learning and doing whatever else it is that you're doing. So before we get started too, although I have 10 tips, there's 
a zero level tip, okay? And I am assuming, and if you know me, you know how I hate to assume, but I am going to assume that you already know that it's important that you know your audience, that you know your business, that you have goals and objectives. You know why you are doing what you're doing and that you have priorities and know what networks your audience is hanging out online and where you can best support them as well as grow your brand and your business. Because that's one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making in regard to leveraging social media to grow their brand and grow their business is they don't know who they are to begin with. They don't know who their audience is. They don't know where their audience is hanging out online. And they're following just these random acts of social media and social marketing. And they're jumping on every new tool that comes along. They have this tremendous fear of missing out. And that works for some people. You know, that works for a lot of social media influencer types and people who are trying to or are leading the industry with tools and technology. Okay. And we do that a lot. We'll hop and jump on some of the new tools as soon as we see something trending. I still, even though I work in this space, I very much control where, how much time I spend on those things, how much time I carve out each week to, to spend on all these new tools and technology. Because if I spent all day, every day on the newest shiny social media object, I'd never be growing a business. Yeah, I may become a thought leader on a certain product or tool, but that's not my personal goal. If that's your goal, that's fine. That works for you. But for this podcast today, we're talking about how you can build your brand, how you can build your business utilizing social media. So I'm speaking to the people who want to build their personal brand and build their business brand. You're wanting to grow a business, okay? Okay, I'm not just talking to influencers who want to become an influencer around a certain topic. However, many of these tips can also help you do that. So let's move in then to the official tip number one. And that is to be you and be human. And remember, even if you're brand new to social media, that you need to be human. You need to be you. And this is something that's really hard, particularly for newbies who jump on Twitter or jump on Facebook or Instagram they don't know what to say. They don't know what to tweet about. And because of that, they wind up sounding really scripted and they'll craft every tweet. They'll auto schedule every tweet instead of engaging like a real person, like a human being. And so when we talk about being human, we mean using language that's going to help you connect with other people, engaging real time, not having everything that you're posting be auto scheduled. So if you're thinking you're going to be able to hop onto the social networks and you're going to be able to build this brand that's just going to zoom turbo online and you aren't carving out time to be a real human being, you're really going to struggle at ever meeting that objective of zooming your brand online. So just remember that social is about a conversation and it's about a connection between two human beings. And although, yes, it can be a one-to-many type of medium because I can send a tweet and I know it's going to reach an, an audience. I know that, you know, masses amount of people, once you build your network, you know you're 
post. You know, I put a video out on Twitter. I know that X number of people are going to watch that video. We have about a minimum of a 20% conversion rate when I post a video on Twitter. I know if 2,000 people see that video, at least uh, 400 of them are going to view it. We have a run rate of that. So yes, there's a one to many, but the thing is, I want to connect with the human being who's watching that video. Okay. And a great example using this is we've been utilizing video more on Twitter. And uh, the other night we did a get real chat, our Twitter chat. And the number of people that were participating in our chat uh, tremendously increased that night. We had almost double the amount of people we normally do. What did I do different? Well, I had put video on Twitter. I had put a video on Snapchat uh, and on Facebook. And I did it a couple times during the day. One of them I did when I was on my way home from the gym and I was all stinky and sweaty. Good thing you couldn't smell me through the through the video online, but you could tell that I had just left the gym, you know, and I'm trying to pump people up saying get real chat is starting in a few hours. And I had numerous people reach out to me and tell me they were at our Twitter chat on Tuesday night because they saw my video. So that's what I mean about taking it to a human level. We can put the content out there for the masses to see, but you need to be able to relate at a human level. So people are going to take action and we're going to talk about inspiring them to take action in a little bit. Tip number two is that you need to differentiate from status quo because you're never going to leave status quo in the dust if you don't find a way to rise above it. Okay, so you can't just fill out your social profiles on every social network just like everybody else does and only do the bare minimum work. All right, you need to rise above. You need to have eye-popping visuals on your headers. You need to have background images that are beautiful and that people can see. You don't need to put everything, including the kitchen sink on your Twitter header, right? I don't need to read your bio on your Twitter header. Instead, inspire me. Show me a visual. Show me something that's going to make me want to connect with you. If I want to read about you, I'll go check out your LinkedIn profile. I'll go check out your website or your blog. I'll look at your bio. Inspire me so I click through. You don't have to put everything out there. And I think this is one of the key mistakes people make. And they think, okay, I'm going to put every single thing on my you know, first impression on my Twitter page. Wrong. Inspire people. Show content that you know is going to enable them to connect with you. So they're going to feel you. They're going to know that you're going to be able to educate and entertain and delight them. All right. You want them to feel that. And when you focus on quality, not just quantity and creating good content, that's going to inspire, connect, help your audience achieve their goals, delight them, entertain them. That type of content is way more shareable than content that you're just putting out there, you know, optimizing it for SEO keywords and hoping that your, your Twitter profile is going to show up in a search. I mean, inspire people, inspire them with tweets and with blog posts and content that they are going to want to share with their communities. And I have a podcast I did a while back on how to make your content more shareable. I also interviewed Mark Schaefer on a podcast talking about his content code book. So I will make sure I put links to those in the show notes page, but your content should be consistently providing value and it should be showing consistently that you genuinely care about the people 
people in your community because you you can't fake caring, okay? Tip number three is to keep things fresh and don't let yourself get stale. So to do this, you need to create a content calendar so you can avoid random acts of content or the, you know, throwing the spaghetti content at the wall syndrome. We don't want to do that. And the main reason I see many brands fall to stale and boring content is because they're just so busy, right? They don't have enough resource. They don't have enough time. They don't have a plan. So they're like, oh my gosh, I got to get a blog post up or I need to get some tweets up. And they wind up just throwing junk. So you have got to invest in content that is going to help you connect with your audience. You need to invest to keep it fresh. It's not just going to happen. Just because you post new content every day doesn't mean that that's fresh. You always need to be working from a calendar with themes and campaigns and, and things that are driving to your bottom line, to your top goals and to the top needs of your audience. That's why go take a look at socialzoomfactor.com or our agency site at themarketingnutswithaz.com or pammarketingnut.com. And you will clearly see the way that we are differentiating with visuals, the way that we have a content calendar, the way that you'll see different themes. That's why I shake it up. You know, we're, we're just coming out of the You Are The Media uh, series that we did. We're now into some branding specific content again. And although this is evergreen content, this is content that I know is going to have a solid long life. It is content that is also fresh because we haven't been talking about branding for a while. So I find different ways that I can shake that up. And the same thing goes for your visuals and, you know, shake up your visuals on Facebook, your headers. And we kind of fall behind on this too. Uh, We're due to refresh all of our content across all of our platforms. And we're working on some rebranding right now. And we recently just rebranded our marketing night, marketing nuts website and my blog. And uh, we just haven't had time to, to roll all of those details over to all of our Facebook page. I even have a new logo for myself that I haven't launched yet. So sometimes I know these things happen and they end up being part of an integrated strategy and have to be prioritized. So sometimes there may be a reason why you have a delay in keeping some of those things fresh. So just roll with it. You don't have to be perfect. Tip number four is to share brand stories. So brand storytelling is something that we covered in detail in episode 161, the episode right before this one. So I encourage you to check that episode out. I talk specifically about 10 strategies and tips for you to tell amazing brand stories, utilizing social media, audio, visual, all of those types of things. But bottom line, brand storytelling enables you to connect with your audience by inspiring them and educating them and giving them something to know who you are and understand what you're about, why you're doing what you're doing, because it's in our DNA as humans, for us to want to connect with other humans who believe in the same things we do, who have the same foundations. And when you share brand stories, you're able to then connect with those people who are going to be more organically attracted to you and who want to work with you versus, you know, I hear all the time about these different companies that regardless what type of business they're in, they're like, I can't, my customers just don't get it. All these new customers, they don't want to do whatever 
whatever it is we're telling them to do. Well, maybe they're not your right customer, right? And this happens a lot in the marketing space and, and social media space with agencies trying to provide these services and consultants. And they're like, you know, my customers just don't understand the value of social media. Why are you selling to them? Why, you know, we learned that our first month that we launched our business. If you have to give away your time to get people on the bus of what you're selling, you're targeting the wrong audience because that's the first thing that needs to happen is your audience needs to have a need and a want for what you are offering them. So that's so important. And when you tell brand stories, And as you build your online and your digital platform, you're going to have a platform that's going to work when you're not working. And we did a podcast on that, by the way, too. But you're going to then be able to attract them even when you sleep because your content is going to be out there working for you. Okay. Tip number five is to vary the mediums that you use to communicate with your audience. So this is really important because I see a lot of brands get stuck in one or two different mediums. So they may only use blogs or they may only use audio or they're only using video. Make sure you're shaking that up and know where your audience is and don't get stuck on one social network with one type of communication medium and not try other things. You need to know your audience and know the different ways that people are going to engage with you. As an example, at the beginning of this podcast, I talked about the success that we have had very recently with video on Twitter. Okay, It takes me literally 60 seconds to record a 10 to 15 second video right in the native Twitter app on my iPhone and write the tweet and hit send. Okay, but it's having a direct conversion rate to some of our goals, which is building community and getting engagement and, you know, increasing brand awareness and that type of thing, building relationships. So test out some of the new things and vary the type of content you're providing as well as the type of medium that you are using to communicate with your audience. But at the same time, you need to be careful that you are not chasing shiny objects, that you are not just jumping on a social network because all the social media experts are doing it. If your audience is not hanging out there, it's not likely going to give you a lot of value. And Google Plus, I think, is a great example here because I was one of the first in the first wave of people on Google Plus, I was there for the beta program several years ago. What was that? 2012. And so I have a good following on on Google Plus and uh, I get decent engagement there. And But I know for a fact, because we've done our research, that that is not where my ideal customer and my target audience is hanging out. They're just not. And I know that for a fact. And there have been so many people who have told me, Pam, I can't believe that you don't spend more time on Google. I love Google Hangouts, you know, but I know Google Plus wasn't the platform I needed to invest in. And I didn't care what anybody else told me. And and so now you can see Google Plus numbers are dwindling. There's a lot of changes happening over there. I'm sure thankful I didn't waste the last three years um, following the social media experts who were telling me that Google Plus was going to be the next best thing and selling their classes, all that type of thing for Google Plus. I did what was right for my business. I didn't care whether I was a quote unquote expert on Google Plus. It, It wasn't going to work for me and my goals and objectives. And I stayed true to the things that I knew would. And so, you know, I can guarantee there's 
there's areas of our business that we were able to leapfrog some of our competitors by doing that. So a lot of times when you stay focused on the social networks where your audience is and you don't have this looky-loo syndrome where you're always looking over the fence at your competition and what others are doing, you have an opportunity to leave status quo in the dust by not following and copying everybody else. Make your own path. I always say the road less traveled has far fewer ruts. So so carve your own path. Go a different way. We don't always have to follow everybody else. However, we we want to make sure we're staying on top of the trends and we're not being left behind and we're going where our audience is hanging out. All right. I know we are halfway into these 10 strategies to Zoom turbo your brand on social media, but we need to hear a few words from our sponsors because they are what puts the turbo in our social Zoom Factor podcast. So please give them a listen and I'll be right back. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash hostgator. Do you ever feel stuck in a rut like your online business and social business isn't all that it could be? The Marketing Nuts Agency helps small businesses clear up to the Fortune 50 brands, provide clarity and vision for current and future programs. The Marketing Nuts believe in ROI-driven decision-making while still inspiring audiences with relevant content. From social business strategy and consultation, influencer marketing, to corporate training and workshops, and fully outsourced digital and social programs, the Marketing Nuts helps you prioritize your investment, impact business goals, and inspire your audience to invest in a relationship with you. To start the conversation, visit www.themarketingnuts.com with a Z.com. I'm back. Okay. Tip number six for us to zoom our brand utilizing social media to turbo is do not be afraid to have an opinion. And this is so very important. It's pretty simple. Share your opinion and at the same time, be open to other opinions and perspectives. We all can learn from each other. And I think there are different categories of people. Some people just always want to be politically correct. That may be the tone of their brand as well. That may be their brand personality. They don't want to step out of a box. So 
That's fine. If that's the box you want to live in, that's fine. However, I will tell you, the more that you can share and have a real voice that is based on perspective, that is based on an opinion, you're going to step outside of that box, but you're also going to be able to stomp status quo. Okay. We're talking about zooming turbo here in this podcast today. So if you want to stay in your little box, that's fine, but you're not so easily going to stomp status quo. You're going to sound like every everybody else in your industry that is also all, always politically correct. And I know in some industries they have to do that. There's, you know, HIPAA regulations, there's different regu- regulations with different financial and health industries. However, we work with some very large, we've worked with some governmental agencies and health. We work with large health agencies and financial institutions. There is a way to still have an opinion. There's a way to have a voice that doesn't sound so sterile. So I encourage you to do that. The other category of people are people who always, always want to share their opinion, but they don't listen to the perspective of others. And they'll share their opinion, but yet if you disagree with them, then they think that you're assaulting them. They think that you're insulting them. And I think that's really dangerous. If you're going to put your opinion out there, you need to also be open to other perspectives because I truly believe that we can learn from each other. And the third category are people who have an opinion and they're open to the opinion of others. And they see that as a value. That's why we have our Get Real Chat Twitter chat that's been going strong for over four and a half years. We started that four and a half years ago, every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We talk about topics such as this, that others ignore or they are uncomfortable talking and being open about. We're, we are very open. We we have thick skin. Everybody has to be you know professional and nice to one another, but we challenge each other. If we say something that someone else doesn't agree with, we say that, like why we just dig deeper. Why do you think that way? And so I think the more that we can push each other and understand each other's opinions and perspectives and be open to other perspectives, the more we are all going to grow as individuals and as brands. Tip number seven is to stay top of mind with your audience by consistently engaging and providing value. So the key words here are consistent, engage, and value. So you can leverage scheduling tools if you are not able to be on the social networks. You know, if you have a couple days that you were just slammed, make sure that you're scheduling some tweets. However, I also encourage you to carve time out of every day to simply engage and be human every day. So even if I have a day, I've had some lately where I've just been in the office all day. We have a downtown office. We're building a new office out by our house in the middle of the build out with that. We are so excited. It's going to have a new training center. We have new clients onboarding, new team members. You think I'm not busy, right? I don't have time to sit and engage every day, all day on social media. However, I carve time out of every single day to simply engage and to be human, to simply, you know, engage with other people's content, listen to what my audience is saying, and just be a human. And so remember that it's not just about you. And the more that you can truly show that you care about other people, the more that they are going to care about and listen to you, right? If the best way to get people to listen to you is to listen and to care about them. Tip number eight is to build your network. And social media is a great way to not only build your community online, but to also take those relationships 
offline. I've always said, you know, turn a follower, uh, someone that likes and loves you online into a hug in real life. Okay. Take a public conversation that you're having on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram. Take that conversation to phone, take that conversation to email, take it to an in-person meeting, have lunch with them. And I have done this over and over again. And so many times when we finally meet those people in real life, you know, it's just these huge bear hugs and you're like, wow, you're exactly like what I thought that you would be. And I just had lunch with a good friend the other day, Kevin Mullet, and you know somebody who's been on our Get Real Chat uh, for four and a half years we've connected. And he was in town in Orlando with his family. He was slam busy. I was slam busy, but you know what? We took time out and we met for lunch. And it was one of the best meetings that we could have done. And we were just meeting on a personal level to, to be friends and get to know each other more and enjoy some good grub together. And through the conversation, we found out we're actually going to end up doing some business together. So that to me is the value of all of this is to be able to build those true and authentic relationships. So another way that you can build your network is obviously by building your following, you know, making sure that you're utilizing a combination of earned paid and influencer type of marketing uh, on Facebook. Facebook ads work great if you're having a hard time growing that Facebook community. It's really now a pay to play model with Facebook. So you may need to invest in some ads to do that. On most of the other social networks right now, you still can build your community with content and having a blog that you're tying to all your social networks is going to be one of the best ways that you are going to grow that online community. And if you're just starting out, and this is something we do with a lot of the brands that we work with big and small is influencer marketing and find influencers and leaders in your niche. So whether that be people, whether that be, you know, doctors or um, educators or just people who are knowledgeable in your industry and who are curating content, writing content, they need to have people who are listening and watching and reading what they're putting out there. And there are all kinds of tools that we can utilize to figure out who those influencers are. But once you know who they are in your niche and industry, then you can reach out to them. You can build relationships with them over time. You can, you know, put some effort into some co-created content and you can start out by just sharing their content. You know, if you're figuring out who these people are, you can start out by just being a curator of goodness. So there's lots of creative ways that you can build your community. So it's building your network is about building your community, building your network, but also figuring out obviously how you can take those relationships to the next level. How can you take them to the next level in a way that's going to bring mutual value to everybody, right? And I've done some podcasts in the past. I'll make sure to link to them. I have uh, influencer marketing in a nutshell. I did a whole series on influencer marketing for brands and for people. So I really encourage you to check that out if these are new terms to you. And then tip number nine, and we talked a little bit about this, but don't be afraid to try new things, but at the same time, don't get caught up in that shiny object syndrome. So keep an eye on trends, jump on them when you feel that they align nicely with your goals and objectives and most importantly, your audience needs. So the key here is don't 
be afraid to try new things. You, you have got to get out of your box, but just make sure you're doing it in a way that you can crawl, walk, run, right? If you're, if you're new to this, you're not going to want to jump in head first with everything. Now, once you get used to it, you're understanding how it's working. You know where your audience is hanging out online. You know what your goals are. You know what your objectives are and you're feeling pretty social savvy. Then you can jump head first into some of these things. But when you're just starting out, the reason that a lot of people don't try new things is they didn't do their foundational work. They didn't do the things that we talked about at the very beginning, which is knowing your audience, setting goals and objectives, building a framework, building a strategy, having a content plan. Those are all foundational. Those are not just nice to have things. So you need a foundation. And once you do that, you will be much more open to trying new things and figuring out what new things can actually help you zoom status quo. Because you're not going to leave status quo in the dust by doing what you've always done, right? The definition I see of insanity is doing the same things over and 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 over again and expecting a different result, right? Get over it and move on. And then last but not least, we have tip number 10, which is inspire your audience and your community to truly take action. All right. And I have a podcast I did on this as well that I'll link to, but how are you going to inspire your community to action? That action needs to help them achieve their business and or life goals. So you need to know the action that they want to take or that they need to take. How can you inspire them to do better, to be better, to improve efficiencies in life or business? How can you help them take action that helps them build their network, that helps them better tell their story, that helps them better connect with other human beings? You know, that to me is what, this is all about is helping other people. And I've always said that from day one with our business. And that's why I know, you know, it's like the planets aligned when I jumped on social because I know that I've been given a voice so that I can help other people. I'm not in this just to make a load of money. I get goosebumps and I get most excited about being able to help other human beings like you take your business, take your life to the next level. I love hearing your stories when you tell me, Pam, thank you so much. You've given me time back with my kids, time back with my family because I've been able to run my business more efficiently and successfully. I've been told by people that I've helped put food on their table by the things that they've implemented that have grown their business. So to me, that's what matters in my business in life. It's not just about money. It's not just about followers. You know, our worth on this planet is not measured by the number of followers we have or the the influence score that we get from clout and peer index and all these other platforms. To me, my worth on this planet is measured by the people and the hearts that I'm able to touch, the lives that I am able to change. So find what impact you can have? How can you inspire your audience and your community? What impact can you have on their life and their business? And I'll tell you, when you do that, status quo is long gone. You have already zoomed turbo way past those things, my friends. So I hope that this podcast today has delighted you. I hope it's inspired you. I hope that it's given you a fresh perspective on maybe how to look at social media branding and, and understand it's not just about visuals and graphics and and 
data and analytics. It's about truly thinking out of the box and and figuring out who you are, what you are, who your audience is, and how you can add the most value in every way possible so that you can build and nurture real human relationships. So thank you so much for your time today. I wish you the best of success in everything you are doing. Have a wonderful day. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.